It's great to welcome Robin Freilich to MSU today. Robin is our brand new women's basketball coach at Michigan State University. She's an Okemos native, so right around this area. Robin, great to welcome you to MSU. Yeah, it's great to be back. Thanks so much. Talk a little bit about your background growing up mm-hmm. in Okemos and, and what you've been doing until now coming back to Spartan Nation. Yeah, so I was actually born in Sparrow Hospital. She's cool. You know, we just drove by that the other day. Um, and I graduated from Okemos High School in 2000. So born and raised, family here, um, a wonderful place to grow up. I, I just have so many good memories. And to come back feels a little surreal. It's been it's been interesting even as we, you know, look for houses and places to live. There's a lot of nostalgia. Obviously, I've been back to Okemos a good amount with my family being yeah. here. But, it, you know, I've been back as a visitor. So now right. to be back as a community member is uh, pretty cool for it to come full circle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was 10, I went to a yeah. birthday party in oh, that yeah. house. Went, so-and-so lived there. Sure, my husband's ready for yeah. all of the oh, memories. My. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, Robin, why now? What attracted you yeah. back to lead the MSU program? Well, I just feel so fortunate for the opportunity. I mean, Susie's been the head coach here the past 16 years, done a, a wonderful, fabulous job. And, um, you know, for the opportunity to come about – um, you know, at a time in my coaching career where I've where I've been able to have opportunities, um, it, it just feels really fortunate. You know, um, it's a great job. It's it's just, as we're going to get into. You know, it, women's basketball has never been better. Just the quality of it, the visibility of it, the product. Um, so, I just feel grateful. Yeah. So what is sort of the state of the team you're yeah. taking over? And again, like you said, the sport has never yeah. had a bigger spotlight. Great time to be assuming the reins, I would think, from Susie. Yeah, still learning a lot with the team. Yeah. Um, you know, I had my press conference last Tuesday. I was able to meet uh, with them Wednesday. And then actually I had to scoot home because I still had to unpack my office and turning keys and clean and, you know, the transitional pieces of, of changing jobs. So um, still a lot of things I'm learning, both of us. I'm excited this week that I'm back on campus and I'm going to really just get to know them better, get a chance to work out and watch them play and um, kind of figure out where we are and where we, where we need to go. And what are some of your like immediate short-term yeah. goals? And then if you've had time, even some longer range ones you're mm-hmm. thinking about. Well, short-term's all people. Yeah. You know, you've really got to get to know the kids. you got to get your staff. You know, we're right now in the process of getting the staff here. And then everyone knowing what we're about, you know, but that does take time because right now I think the roster is, is, you know, evolving, who's here, who's leaving, who's coming in. So there's those pieces to it, getting a staff here. But the, the short term is people. Long term is, okay, all, let's get all the people under the same expectations, under the same system and guidelines. So um, I've done this before. I'm actually having flashbacks. I remember when I went from <laughs> Ashland to Bowling Green, I was like, you know, recently I was like, I think I remember this. I remember all of the sort of transitional energy that goes into the to the change. But it, it's really exciting. And, you know, so far the kids I've been able to meet with are have been great. Yeah, well, and changes in your world happen fast sometimes. They do. So. <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah. What about as you pursue some of those goals, both maybe yeah. some challenges and opportunities you see? Well, a challenge is always in the newness, right? When you're taking over a team and teaching a new system and teaching a, just a new way of doing things. Um, I think that always takes time. And, and I always say the trust piece is so important and it, it's, you know, it'd be ridiculous of us to think that that just happens with a magic wand. I know that I love to say trust is built. It's not built in a day. It's built every day. 
And so that's going to be two-way with, you know, staff and players. And let's put us getting on the same page I know takes time. Um, but it's an exciting piece of it. And I always say trust is slow to lose or uh, fast to lose and slow to earn. So um, you can't speed that process up, but we can invest in it every day. Yeah. And where does that passion for coaching come yeah. from? As a player, did you know you would eventually do it? And, and what is sort of your coaching philosophy? So some background uh, in my family, I'm the only person who played basketball. So uh, my family, my brother played golf and baseball. My dad was a swimmer. My cousins were swimmers. So basketball has always just been something I've loved. I never felt like I've been forced into it or that it was somebody else's passion and I tagged along. Um, I remember when I was little, you know, my dad would let me stay up to watch the national championship game. That was sort of the treat. Uh, so I, I just loved it. And I was fortunate I got to play it when I was really young. I remember um, – like when I was in third grade, I, I played down at the Lansing Salvation Army on s- Saturday mornings. So I just got some really cool opportunities. And then I was my senior year, I played at Davidson College. And I remember thinking, I have no idea what I'm going to do with my life. So I headed over to the Career Center and I left thinking, I'm going to go work at a dude ranch this summer in Colorado, <laughs> right? I had like, I had no idea what I was going to do. I had no idea what I wanted to do. But I was like, well, that sounds really fun for a summer right after I graduate. And, you know, that actually didn't transpire. But what I, I did have a sports marketing internship out in Colorado, and it was an awesome experience, and I missed basketball so much. I was, like, just searching for places to play pickup, and I just – I missed it. You know, I knew it was just something I was passionate about. And I was fortunate, actually, that summer to get my first coaching opportunity at Appalachian State. And at that time, Appalachian State and Davidson were in the same league. We were both in the Southern Conference, so – that's kind of where I got my foot in the door. And what role did you play? What was your game like? Yeah. Oh, as a player? Yeah. Well, you know, I was I played point guard or okay. off the ball. I was um was probably best at I was a good passer. Yeah. And I was good at stealing the ball, but I was uh I could have really improved my shooting. Yeah. That was that could have that needed some work, but it's funny cuz my husband played college basketball as well. And he's a great shooter and scorer, but I tell him he's got to learn how to play defense. He's got to pass it better. So we feel like if we can, if our kids can get a combination of our skill set, then they'll be pretty good. And he didn't he play for Greg Campy at Oakland he University? Did. Yeah. So he was at Oakland for a few years with Greg Campy, and then he actually transferred to Saginaw Valley and okay. played under Dean. Lockwood. I missed that part. Okay, yeah. cool. Oh well, how how interesting! Yeah, it's such world. a small world. Yeah. yeah. And we talked about, Robin, how the game has never been more popular. Yep. How has it evolved, do you think, over your time in it, and, mm-hmm. and where do you think it's headed? Well, it, it's evolved a lot. There's been more opportunities. You know, it was funny. I was talking to my mother-in-law, and she's 73, and she was sharing that she she played half, right? She was only allowed to play defense, so she played on half of a court. Well, clearly that was a long time yes. ago. But part of it is we've all gotten more opportunities. We've been able to play since we were younger. We've had higher-level opportunities. So the quality's been yeah. better. You know, you get more chances. You play younger, better at level athletes. There's better players. And when there's a better product, there's more eyes on it. And then when the product continues um, to be so – um, fun to watch, you know, people keep coming back. So I think it's been, you know, Title IX has been a big piece of it. And I think we're continuing to stay in pursuit of more opportunities. And through that, um, I think we've all seen what it looks like when when girls get a chance, yeah. right? And when girls also are on TV. Funny story with that, I was obviously just the head coach at Bowling Green State University. And 
Um, we had a game on ESPNU this year. We played ball. It was near the end of the season. We played Ball State and ESPNU. It was the only ESPN game for MAC women's basketball for the whole season, and it was the first time I think in I think it was 14 or 15 years that BGSU women's basketball had a nationally televised game. And it went to overtime, and it was awesome. And I had 100 texts after the game because the whole world got to see it. So my point in sharing that is when you when you get chances and you get opportunities, it, the return on investment continues. That makes so much sense. Yeah. And, and, Robin, what about just the whole world of intercollegiate athletics? We hear about <laughs> name, image, and likeness yeah. and the transfer portal. Just, again, sort of your assessment, and, and where do you see it all going? I, I think it's part of our world, yeah. and I think to think anything different is – is a bit uh, naive. Um, adapt and embrace, right? Adapt and embrace, and, and yet I still also believe that the things that matter always matter. So that won't change. You know, I was a Division two coach for 10 years. I was, uh, you know, obviously at Bowling Green for the past five. And the things that make a quality experience make a quality experience. Those don't change. Like true relationships, a culture people want to be part of, expectations, standards, being able to help, being able to provide support, like those things really make an experience. And then the the added resources are a bonus, you know, and they're part of it. And I think it's, it's really cool, but I've coached really happy kids at D2 where we drove a van and ate Subway, you know, because they were part of something. And I think the, the things that matter still feeling part of something, staying in pursuit of something together really matters. Um, and then how cool that, Obviously, as the sports have gotten better and better, and you know, there's been more resources that have gone with that, and I think those are those are cool pieces. Well, so that, that's a, yeah. one of the better answers I've heard. I really oh. like that. So, Thanks. well, Robin, just sort of summarize as you get Spartan <laughs> started. What do you want Spartan Nation to know about Robin and, and the team? Well, you know, first of all, I'd, I'd love to just have the community come out. I think such a big piece of a student athlete experience is having a crowd that cares. Right, having a student section and an engaged community, and I know that's twofold. I know we have a real responsibility to get into the community and give back to the community. And you know, I always say you cheer a little different when you know the kids, right? You cheer a little different when you really know them and know who they are. I want the Breslin to be the ultimate home court advantage, um, and then who we are, how we're going to play. You know, I've always operated under five core values. I call them the traveling core values. Um, but when they become really part of a team, and I know that takes time, I just think you see a connected team. You see a, like a spirited, competitive, um, together team. And, and that's going to be what we're going to work really hard towards is, is playing in a way um, that like is inspiring. Like I always think people are drawn to a team that has that sort of spirit. Um, so we're going to work hard to get that. And what are those five things? Yeah, the five core values. Yeah. Um, be a great teammate. I say that's very sort of trendy and easy to say, but actually really hard to do. But when you can do it, your whole experience changes. And our second one's manners matter, which like we get, man, we get so many opportunities. We could do so many cool things and we want to make sure we're operating out of gratitude instead of entitlement. Um, Our third one is trust, which we talked about earlier, but you know, really an important piece uh, for an experience and a career and then toughness it's literally how we play. But I also have said I've, I've never, in all my years of coaching, I've never uh, coached a kid who, who finished their career and thought, oh, that was just so easy. 
even the absolute best players I've coached on the best teams, right? There's just there's peaks and valleys through a season. There's peaks and valleys through a career. And to think anything differently is really naive. Um, so there's a, there's a toughness piece to sort of the endurance of a career and then also how we play. Um, this past season when I was at Bowling Green, we were second in the country in turnover margin. So we forced a lot of turnovers and we took good care of the ball. But to do that, there's a certain effort and energy that goes into it. Those are great values. Yeah, and then our last one's commitment, which is central to you know anything done well for any anywhere, yes. any job. Um, that piece is really important. But you're right. Anything worth having doesn't come easy. Very few things, anyway. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah. there's no microwaves, right? right? For like, well, we live in a world with Google, and yeah. and we have things that are fast, but things that really matter. I actually had this card on my desk that just says, "Great things take time." And you look at anything in the world, that's yeah, I agree. That's true. Yeah. Robin, it's been great to meet you. Welcome again to Michigan State University, and I hope we talk again. Go green. Go green. Thanks so much for having me. That's Robin Freilich, the brand-new head coach of the Michigan State University Spartan women's basketball team. And I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.